welcome to the 101 Solutions Podcast. 101 Solutions is an operations and technology strategy consulting company. 101 exists to accelerate your potential. They achieve success through customized solutions using their industry-proven methods for your business. Hey gang, this is Greg Stevenson of 101 Solutions, and I'm sitting here with some of my counterparts, Jeremy Hillary and Jim Siner. We're all part of the apparel and supply chain practice at 101 Solutions. And uh, we'd been talking about a, a bunch of different subjects, and one of the ones that came up that we wanted to talk to today is market research or market intelligence. It just kind of depends on how you want to look at that. But it's really the key, I think, to any good organization that's going to have the kind of success that they really want. Uh, you have to start with good inputs. It helps you understand what's your market size, who are your competitors, what are the pricing dynamics in the market, and how do you want to be representative? Are you a Me Too product or are you a differentiator? And I think it's really key, and, I, and one of the things I always think about is um, people say, oh, well, we know what we're doing. We're developing this product. We've got the right information, and we're going out in the market, but they don't have the research to back it up. And in my past lives at uh, – a big company I used to work for, what we learned was is that often uh, product development was accused of being late getting their products to manufacturing on time, and they were, but it wasn't their fault. It was the fault of no research to have commitment and to drive the development. Uh, senior executives would change their mind at the drop of a hat based off of feedback from retailers or other people because they didn't have the confidence. And I think that's really what makes a difference in an organization. That way you're giving good signals to your supply chain. You're not putting garbage in and garbage out. So anyway, I think it's really a great topic, and we want to introduce that today. So, um, Jeremy, what are your thoughts about market research or market intelligence? Yeah, for me, there's a definite power in talking to the customer about the consumer. You know, we're, we're all trying to satisfy the same need or desire. Market research, that information helps you demonstrate knowledge, inspires confidence, provides credibility. And to your point around the product line, enables us to create that product line to really gain competitive advantage for both our business, your business, and the customer. And it's about you know aligning business and customer around the product line, uh, focused on the consumer, and enables you to do that channel account differentiation. And for me, to summarize it, it's all about efficiency and effectiveness through the value chain. Good point. Good point. Jim? Yeah, you know, Greg, um, just in thinking about um, the market research and the value that that brings to the marketing group itself, especially the folks that are out there working with the packaging design, working with the marketing plan for the in-store displays, you know, all the way down to making sure that you're really speaking to the consumer when they go to reach and, and grab your product, I think that's really key. And, you know, having spent my career in the supply chain, I often think about the value uh, around market research and how that relates to forecasting. You know, by doing your homework around what that demand is, I believe you really set yourself up for a more accurate forecast and that forecasting will drive, you know, your supply chain. And it wouldn't, it doesn't really matter whether you're outsourcing or you have your own internal manufacturing, but just the accuracy of that forecast will really help you get the product to market 
on time and make those deliveries and and meet the promise of your of your customer. I, I think about, you know, in my past, say launching with a Walmart. You know, many times the big box stores will want to do a two to three hundred store test. They'll uh, ask for product to hit the store. They'll gauge that. They'll look at the sell through. And then based on how that product performs, then they'll probably want to roll that out across, you know, the the platform could go to a thousand, two thousand, maybe three thousand stores. But it really kind of boils back down to that market research. I mean, that's the beginning of determining how well uh, you plan your business. Yeah, Jim, I think, you know, you really hit on a, a key point there. I guess for me, what it comes back to is one word, confidence. Um, you're able to go to the retailer with confidence in your product because you've done the homework and now you're the expert. I've seen it really change the dynamics for our conversations with Walmart, Target, whoever that retailer may be, when you can come in and back up what it is you're presenting to them with that. And I think the other uh, side of confidence is for your organization. You know, when you come to the organization and you try to manufacture a product, if they have that same confidence in it that you do, it makes it a lot easier to get the support and the, you know, the direction of that product going in the right way at the, at, with the speed. So I think that's always key. I know, Jeremy, one of the things that we've talked about and always comes up, well, maybe I'm a small company and I can't afford to have a market research department. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, and it's it's about optimizing resources to garner that quality market research um, across both the market, the consumer, and the competitor. I know when we were talking about it previous to this, you had some experiences of, of different businesses creating that research themselves, contracting out for the data, um, and even collaborating with customers to, to optimize the data and information you're using. Yeah, I think, you know, Jeremy, you really hit on it is you need to do some research, whether you have a market research department or not. Uh, it might just be the business owners or the people in charge of the product that do the research themselves. Um, or you can, like you said, farm that out to another organization. But any research is better than none. Uh, I think it's one of those things that I always like to say in my mind you uh, can't afford not to do market research. People say, well, it's costly, but it's money well spent. So I think, you know, it it does a lot of things for the organization. It gives you that confidence that I said is so important. It allows you to understand now more of the details about your product because you might want to put features in now that you hadn't thought of before. Or maybe you realize there are features that you're not going to get paid for, and so there's no point in putting them in. But it does so many things for you. And I think the other is really understanding the marketplace. Who are your competitors? Uh, what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? And how do you fit into that whole equation? So you really need to do something of that nature. Jim, any other thoughts about that? Yeah, you know, Greg, b- back to the value of this. Um, I, I think about times with companies that I've worked with that are going through growth. And of course, you know, every company's wanting to grow they're trying to figure out where their opportunities are. And sometimes that may even come down from the very top. You know, there may be a, a directive that says, okay, we're going to grow 10% this year. How are we going to make that happen? And um, in order to take that, you know, directive and bleed that down all the way to your product lines, you really do have to understand your market, your consumers, where your opportunities are, your competition. And so that just kind of prepares you better, I believe, as a company 
to uh, understand uh, where those opportunities are and to create that better, more accurate forecast. Because without it, you're just sitting looking at spreadsheets and you're just randomly adding numbers and increasing you know, volumes on products. But it really helps you also take a look at the product life cycle. Because as we know, you know, when something hits the market and if it is a home run, it'll grow. It'll grow pretty quick, but it will reach a point of saturation. And so it's not just doing this market research, you know, in the beginning, but it's really having that department within your own company and continuing to do that as your company changes, as the consumer changes. You've got to really be ahead of, you know, fashion changes and style changes in order to be successful. So, Jeremy, any other thoughts before we start to wrap this up? Yeah, just in, you know, to wrap this up as well, it's really about making informed assumptions while you're building business plans and how we make those assumptions more informed, more credible. Yeah, good point, good point. Well, gang, you know, we introduced the subject today of market research and market intelligence, and we really just scratched the surface. And as you can tell, there are so many areas that are important to talk about around this. Um, but we wanted to introduce the topic. So now what we'd like to do is turn it over to our listeners. If you guys have any ideas or thoughts about topics that you'd like for us to discuss or delve into, we'd be more than happy to do that. Um, so reach out to us. You can find us at 101sbc.com. Again, this is Jeremy, Jim, and Greg with 101 Solutions, and we've enjoyed talking to you today. Yeah.